This podcast contains explicit content. You are listening to Hardly Focused. I could say something pretty inappropriate right now. Well, thank you for listening to Hardly Focused with Jack Gill and Nate Fillers. You can find us at HardlyFocused.com, on your favorite podcast app, and on YouTube at HardlyFocused.com slash YouTube. Uh, I don't know why my voice got really high just now. You wanted to. You wanted to. <laughs> uh, I, I, Nate, I said to, this to you just before we started recording again that I just do not like the sound of uh, cans opening, like because I just opened up a can of Red Bull, and I just... I hate like ads, radio ads and television ads that feature like the sound of like it's usually beer ads, but it's like the sound of the can opening and then like the sound of it being poured into a glass. Yeah. Followed by the bubbles. It's like irrational anger. I don't know why I don't like it, but I just don't. (laughs) I hate it in the movie theaters when like they try to get me to buy a Coke like two seconds before the movie's about to start. It's like, what, what was your plan here, guys? Like the movie is literally about to start. Like what is, is this for to make people who actually got it feel great about their purchase? Is this like to destroy cognitive dissonance? Cause it just makes me mad. I'm like, what if I wanted one now? Now the fucking whole movie's ruined. Cause I'm just gonna be like, I'm thirsty. Now the only theater near me is a showcase cinema so i don't know if this is like the same for like regal cinemas or the other one of the other like big conglomerates is around and any of them that survived the pandemic that is but i've noticed they've gotten a lot less obnoxious with their yeah. pre-film uh you know ads and whatnot like showing the you know the coke ad and the popcorn ad and all that and the um the you know, the guy talking on the phone and didn't the air dude like using his phone to film whatever's yeah. on screen. Like I, they've been showing that one for about 10 years now and it's, it's less obnoxious. It's less cringy. You know, they don't do the roller coaster with all of the, you know, advertisements rolling around. I hated that. Yeah. I really hope they still keep the, you wouldn't download a car, would you? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I fucking love that one. Yeah, yeah. The movies have gotten, oh, um, I don't know, a little more tolerable despite their prices being pretty exorbitant now. Uh, a lot of preview. I mean, previews can be both a good or a bad thing, but sometimes, man, I don't want to sit through twenty minutes of previews. I, I, I don't like previews. I find them like. Because whenever I go to the movie and like, especially if it's like a comedy or something like that, and like the funny part like was in the preview, I'm like, why are you laughing? Like you already know that was going to happen. I think there's been at least some recognition in the last few years that trailers do in fact give a lot away and they have cut back on that. Like the new Spider-Man trailer, the, the No Way Home trailer I feel like it showed a lot, but it really didn't because we all know who's going to show up in that film, that it's it's really going to... Because the whole thing about like the MCU now is the multiverse. Yeah. And we all know that this is really going to show, you know, the multiverse and, you know, an effect of Doctor Strange doing something for Peter Parker 
uh, that has you know really significant impact on on the world, not just Peter. So we know who's going to show up, or we have an idea of who's going to show up, but the trailer doesn't show that. The trailer really just only shows like shows you just enough to know what the movie is going to be about. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. I haven't seen it yet because I was afraid of the very thing we are talking about is that it was just going to give too much away. It, it gives you. I mean, I mean, it. it you'd have to. The thing with the MCU as well is you need to you're get it's getting to the point now where for things like Spider-Man, you had to have seen like the last Spider-Man movie. You need to have watched Loki to understand what's going on with the multiverse. Like there's a lot of required watching leading up to this. Uh, else yeah. you're just gonna go into it like clueless and not knowing what's going on. But it really just explains like the trailer really just explains what the overall premise of the film is going to be and gives you an idea of what to expect and why. Because we all know who's showing up. We all know it's it's all like from the, the different Spider-Man movies that weren't part of the MCU. Like, okay, how are, the, how are all these characters going to show up? Those are supposed to be different universes. Well, the trailer explains that, but the trailer doesn't. The trailer shows one previous character from, you know, the, the Sam Raimi films, but otherwise... Uh, we, we are only left to what's been confirmed and what is a rumor. So, um, Oh, and don't, isn't Marvel known for like putting fake stuff in to like throw people for a loop? I've heard that, but I've never really seen any proof. I've, I've heard yeah. people talk about it. I don't, I, I mean, I, I will watch the trailers for all these films multiple times and really analyze them before the, the final thing comes out. And usually okay, what so you, you're the one to ask. <laughs> So it's not real. Usually what you see in the wrong. trailers is what shows up in the films. But the, it was on the internet. It can't be. It has to be true. Yeah, I do like that Marvel is now doing, you know, they started doing it with, I think, the Civil War trailer where they have the post credit scene in the trailer. So, like, the, oh, yeah. you know, you think the trailer's over and then they show one more scene. And cause I remember that. With Civil War, it was showing Spider-Man for the first time in the MCU. And that was a that was a really big deal. Yeah, remember sitting in the kitchen of my house before it was my house when we did the you know the walkthrough, uh, and sitting in you know sitting on someone else's furniture and what is now my house, watching the trailer for that film and getting really excited, and then Kate getting mad at me because I like wasn't paying attention. Like we aren't doing it; we're literally just sitting here. Yeah, like we're sitting yeah. here in silence. Like I'm 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 doing something to pass the time. So. Uh, anyway, our flagship segment here on Hardly Focused. How fucking dumb are you? Hardly Focused presents. <laughs> Do you finger your own asshole just to smell your own shit? Like, I don't get it. How fucking dumb are you? Uh, Nate, I will let you pick. We have three that we could potentially cover in, in this segment. Uh, we could either do uh, TikTok. We can go to Texas or... Zambia. Uh, let's start off with uh, the, the dewormer. Okay, sure. So, if you didn't know, there's this uh, horrific virus that is spread around the world that we've been fighting for the past forever. Yeah, year and a half now. <laughs> Feels like forever. And there are people who choose not to take it seriously, even though there's a vaccine, several different vaccines now that are free and 
proven effective. Uh, there are people who would rather pretend they don't exist. And write songs. Write songs, yes. Uh, or look to alternative methods of protecting themselves or curing themselves, which if that is the route you want to take and you think it works, then, uh, you know, God love you. God protect you. I I guess it's so weird that people would be like, well, the government doesn't recommend this and the health organizations say this is bad. So it must be good. I mean, this, this takes me back to, a time that I was definitely alive for <laughs> the the eighteenth century, the nineteenth century, the, the you know the the early twentieth century, where uh you know va- you know, there there were some vaccines, but they weren't like you know what m- modern medicine is now. Obviously, didn't exist back then. So, in order to cure what ails you, you had snake oil salesmen. You had people that would just conjure up things in in uh you know vials you know made of different plants and oils and you know fecal matter (laughs) all these different things that uh weren't proven to actually do anything um this is a great example of what uh you know those 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 snake oil salesmen were trying to push and what they would claim their products actually did. Do you suffer from rheumatism, lumbago, acute chronic sciatic, uh, uh, neurologic or inflammatory pain? Well, I represent the only company that makes the genuine article that cures headaches, neuralgia, uh, earache, toothaches, backache, swelling, sprains, sore chests, swelling of the throats, contracted cords and muscles, anxieties and ravaged nerves, stiff joints, wrenches, dislocations, cuts and bruises, and it adds vitality and vigor to the healthy man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you know what that's from? Uh... Is it from Red Redemption? Yes. Yes, Red Dead Redemption. Sweet. The first one. The first one. Nigel, I just guess. Nigel West Dickens, who is a con man. <laughs> Give me so many points for that, because I, yeah. I don't know anything about that game, except there's that. Rootin' tootin' cowboy shootin'. Yep. Or as I like to call it, Grand Theft Horse. <laughs> That's good. That's a good name for it. <laughs> Should have called it that. Should have called it that. Considering I didn't even get the name right. I would have gotten the name right if it was Grand Theft Auto Horse. It's, it's Grand Theft Auto, but with horses. It's literally Grand Theft Auto. It's like the same exact game. Both, both, Red, De- both Red Dead Redemption games. I Red Dead Revolver. Red Dead Revolver is, chron- you know, it's the first game of that series, but it wasn't, uh, you know, it was developed by Capcom. It was a completely different game. Once it became uh, a Rockstar property, then it got the Rockstar treatment. True. I bet the reason why they couldn't call it that is because it would be abbreviated uh, GTH, which people would probably think it was just another Guitar Hero. Uh, it, yeah, Red Dead Redemption came out around the time that we were like really starting to get into, uh, you know, having multiple Guitar Hero games come out every year. You know, yeah. b- before it became you know Call of Duty, before Activision was focusing on Call of Duty, it was uh, you know at least three Guitar Hero entries a year on different platforms. Or variants. You had DJ Hero. You had Band Hero. Yeah, I remember that. So many different ones. I'm disappointed because they did like the band specific Guitar Heroes. 
and they did like Van Halen, which was a fucking swing and a miss. Because uh, they they, they, there were so many opportunities they could have gone with, and they didn't make the drum kit big enough. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think they did a Metallica one. They did, uh, and then ACDC. Uh, that they had a Red Hot Chili Peppers one that was in the pipes, and uh, we didn't get it, which is disappointing. I would have loved yeah. that Chili Peppers uh, um, Guitar Hero game because as long as they didn't like pull a Van Halen and, and only stick to you know a, a one lineup and one era of songs, there was so much you could have done with a Chili Peppers Guitar Hero. Yeah, I mean, the bass would have actually been fun to play. Oh, yeah. Oh, without a doubt. But you would have had the Frusciante era. You would have had the Dave Navarro era, the, the little Slovak era. There's so many different guitarists you could have ran through. With Metallica, they took the bass pretty much completely out of one of their albums so was that uh saint anger no fuck i'm saint anger with one oh okay um saint anger had bob rock playing bass on it so because they were they were between bassists when they recorded it so uh i can't believe i can't remember the name of it um it's not the black album is it I don't. I my Metallica right. knowledge is is limited. So yeah, I know too. like Injustice for All, and then the Black Album. Injustice for All is is it? Okay, and then like Saint yeah. Anger, and then like the more recent albums because that's when I really started, like really getting and actually paying attention to them. So, uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So people who choose not to get the COVID vaccine and. Uh, also choose to believe that COVID isn't really a, a serious thing. Uh, of course, the the two big proponents or the two big offenders right now. I mean, you got some states in the Midwest like Mississippi and like Missouri, but it's largely Texas and Florida. That's because their governors, their respective governors, are just imbeciles and are pretty much trying to get their respective the populations of their respective states pretty much obliterated doesn't make sense because the people who vote for them are the are the ones that are doing the death yeah right it's like i don't want more voters next time i know we've talked about this before but like greg abbott from texas getting covid despite being fully vaccinated and in getting the antibodies treatment which is like really expensive and only you know the rich can get it because they can afford it and uh then also pushing forward to his state you know no mask mandates um you know they opened up before everyone else did just and then now their icus are overwhelmed and i don't know what the problem is i i feel and i know this is really pushing it and very controversial but i really feel like people who don't get vaccinated should be forced to work like at least one day in the in the ER. Yeah, that'd be a good punishment, right? I mean, it's not even as a punishment, but like as like a learning opportunity. I'd say a punishment because like, these these folks aren't going to willingly do it. Oh well, yeah, they would have to be <laughs> yeah. forced to do it. Yeah, that's true. How about if you're like uh, if you're a criminal offender and it also just turns out that you're not vaccinated? You know, if they do some research and find out that you're you know anti-vax and a COVID denier. Then rather like your community service is you have to work at a hospital, like volunteer at a hospital in the ER and see firsthand just how bad it is. 
they're just getting completely overworked. Oh yeah. I feel horrible for them. And every time I think like, yeah, of course there are some rare occasions where people can't get vaccinated because of health reasons. That's fine. But like I often say on this, it's probably 95% of the people who complain about the vaccine can get it. Yeah. They just don't want to. Yep. Hey, I want to, I, I think I said it earlier, but I went to a wedding I mentioned the wedding. I don't think I mentioned this, but I went to a wedding last weekend and uh, nobody got sick. Nobody, no one got COVID. Knock on wood. There wasn't any. Uh, well, yeah, but it's, it's been about, I mean, it, you know, I think at this point we would know, right? Well, I mean, they think they can still get it. One of my favorite things when I got tested was like, you got a negative. This doesn't mean that sometime in the future you can't get COVID. I was like, no shit. Right. <laughs> this isn't like a forever, like, you're never going to get it. Thanks, test. I also, because I've heard about this too. And again, take this one of the grain of salt, but like those tests with false positives, mm-hmm. right? Like, like it could tell you that you, you've tested positive, but you know, is it, is it, is it true? Did, did you actually test positive? Are we just going, are we just going to go take this one test and, and have it confirmed? I and mean, now I'm sounding like, a, now I'm sounding like a denier, like a conspiracy theorist, but like you got to be cognizant of those false positives. Right. Like, don't. Yeah, I mean, it's complicated. Yeah. Is it is it is it OK to take a second test just to be absolutely sure before you hit the panic button? And I'm thinking about like bands that are on tour right now that have to cancel select dates because like one person in the band's camp tests positive. Yeah. Like, are you sure they tested positive or the test? Did you just get a defective test? Like it's it, it, women do the same thing with pregnancy tests. You know, they take pregnancy tests. Like, oh, you're you're. you're you're pregnant. Okay, I'll take another test just to make sure, absolutely sure that I'm pregnant. Okay. You know, I, yeah. I, I hope no one sees an issue with taking multiple tests just to, you know, be 110% sure that you actually have it so you can, I mean, take precautions, be safe about it, but. Yeah. Um, and that's the same thing with when you get a negative result. Doesn't mean you're, you got a free pass to go over to grandma and grandpa and right. breathe all over them. <laughs> right, right. So. Uh, well, anyway, from uh, KSAT.com, uh, Texans. By the way, I, I got into an, an argument with someone on, on Reddit because I was quoting some bullshit I saw on Instagram. Some some guy whose like, Instagram handle was something like, I'm a proud Texan, and he was just straight up saying, like, I don't believe, I don't believe in vaccines. I don't believe in wearing mask mandates. And I don't believe in the scamdemic. And like I told someone on Reddit, because it was a post, it might have been like one of these posts about like Texas and just how they're just completely backwards now because of the Delta variants and everything. And saying like, look, I want to have like a positive perception of the people of Texas. But when I see things like this, it really ruins that perception. And I yeah. like I respect the argument that I got where uh, uh person saying like you realize how big texas is there's a lot of people in texas the majority of the population of texas do not agree with you know what uh uh greg abbott is doing and they don't agree with people like this yeah still doesn't change that texas is just like backwards period like (laughs) weird shit happens in texas just like it does in florida it also doesn't help that spongebob had an episode where they make fun of Sandy from being from Texas and how she's dumb as a squirrel. <laughs> Is that the one where like SpongeBob like changes his shape into the shape of Texas and he's like, "Hey Patrick, what am I?" And Patrick is like, "Oh, stupid." He's like, "No, I'm Texas. What's <laughs> the difference?" 
I, 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 yep, I, that's that one. I saw an unfortunate article about um, two black men who were arrested on on suspicions of shoplifting because they were trying. They went to Walmart and they were trying to return a defective television that they bought from that Walmart. They had the receipt in hand. All they did was walk in and and uh, try to return it or exchange it for like a working one. Now, the problem is they bought a high sense TV, which there there's the problem. You bought a high sense TV, but um, they were. Uh, arrested and it was it was just it was a case of racial profiling and I'm like I, I was reading through, I was like skimming through the articles I was like looking at those details and I'm like wait where did this occur oh 30 miles outside of Houston Texas okay that explains it that would happen in Texas I'm so sick of it man and and I know I don't really have like a place to complain because I have you know I'm I'm white and I have it easy I, I'm fucking tired of people being racist yeah it's I mean, it's like, it's just like COVID is something we're going to have to just live with. We don't want to live with it, but we have to. We don't want to have to adapt to it, but we have to. These things are going to pop up, but at least now, at least now when things like this happen, uh, there's, you know, it's, it's not taken lightly, especially after last year, after George Floyd, you know, these things are not taken lightly. That was the the silver lining if you can say right said people started fucking waking up and everybody started to realize like yeah i'm privileged and i i i didn't know until that all happened i was like holy shit i'm very privileged yeah Uh, anyway anyway uh ksat.com texans are calling poison control in record numbers after ingesting horse and cow dewormer yum invermectum Inver- in- invermectin. I've been reading about this and hearing about this all week, and I can't pronounce it. <laughs> in-, in your rectum, ivermectin. I can't, I don't know. It's it's uh it, it's something that you give to animals like horses, large large animals. We're talking like thousand pound animals. Mm-hmm. You you give these treatments to large animals, and yes. and it's uh misinformation being spread just like uh injecting bleach into your veins thanks trump as a covid treatment Um, and also not to mention the fact that if it's a very powerful medication you can't necessarily just cut it in half because some of those you can't it doesn't it doesn't work like that like some of them you can but like a lot of them, it doesn't work like well, that. Well, knowing people from Texas, right? Like you cut that in half, like, oh, okay. So, uh, you know, treatment for a 500, a 500 pound animal, which is what I am. Mm-hmm. Get yep. it? Fat Texans. Math adds up. Thinking about mama from uh, Gilbert Grape. God, God rest her soul. But she was not a small woman by any means. There's that scene of the car driving down the street and it's like fucking <laughs> an angle from where she's sitting in it. Um, San Antonio is from San Antonio. Uh, people are taking horse and cow dewormer as a way to prevent and treat COVID-19, despite doctors and other health officials strongly advising against it. Ivermectin is a drug that doctors sometimes prescribe to kill worms or treat external parasites like scabies in humans, but it's also used for veterinary purposes. Due to misinformation on the internet, people have been starting to ingest veterinary-grade ivermectin, which is specifically labeled as not being for human consumption, according to the FDA. Yeah, no so shit. Specifically for parasites. Yeah. COVID's not a parasite. No. 
Despite despite what uh, some less educated people might think, it is not never was a parasite. Just because something is inhabiting your body does not make it a parasite. And maybe it came from bats, right? But it doesn't mean it's a parasite. Yeah. Uh, God damn it. They're so fucking dumb. According to a uh, medical director of the South Texas Poison Center, Sean Varney, he says, uh, in 2019, there were 191 total calls about ivermectin exposure in Texas. And in 2020, there were a total of 178 calls. He said these calls might be linked to a child getting into a dose of ivermectin or someone could have had an adverse reaction, among other things. But from January 1st through August 26th of this year, remember, that's only three days ago. There have already been 260 calls in Texas alone relating to ivermectin. Varney said if that rate continues, Texas is on par to get somewhere around 390 calls about ivermectin by the end of this year. So that's more Are than the last really two years. Are we really that surprised, though, because like the whole tie pod thing? Uh, it, it's both surprising and it's not surprising. It's disappointing. Yeah. That's for sure. So the U.S. FDA... Twitter account, a verified official Twitter account, posted an article titled Why You Should Not Use Ivermectin to Treat or Prevent COVID-19, but the post, the Twitter post itself, you know it's bad when the FDA posts this. Quote, you are not a horse. You are not a, <laughs> you are not a cow. Seriously, y'all. Stop it. Wow. Oh, that's cr- that's I'm here crazy. live. That's not, I'm not a cat. I can I can see that. <laughs> you're not a horse. You're not a cow. Seriously, y'all, stop it. I wonder if they like threw the y'all in there because I like I say y'all a lot. Like when I'm being like y'all. I mean, I wonder I if they just, threw I that in there as a dig at Texas. Probably. Yeah. I mean, it's easier than saying like you guys because like not everybody's guys. But I mean, I feel like most of us feel that that's guys has become a gender neutral term, but it's not. Yeah, I try to say, I try not to say guys now. I actually try to be like, I try to be cognizant of that. Um, I was at a, I was at work and um, I was doing a, I have to do these business reviews with these different groups every week. And uh, one of them was just showing off like a team building event that they did. And it was, it was like a, uh, it was a heritage thing in the, you know, the country where these, these folks are from. And it was, uh, in, it was like specifically like women's month or something that they do out there. It was all women. It was like all the, the women of the team and like in their mothers. You know, now I think about it, I think it was Mother's Day. Yep. <laughs> God, I'm a fucking idiot. Anyway, whatever the fuck it was, uh, I'm like, oh, you guys look great. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, y- 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 y'all look great. I, yeah, I will say there is no equivalent. Like, it, you ladies look great. Like, yeah. this sounds creepy. Like, <laughs> You girls look great. Like, you know, like there's no, I should have said, there's none. Hold on. I should have said this. Yo, all you bitches came out very pretty tonight. <laughs> you dropped the ball. Oh, totally missed, said missed opportunity, man. Yo, all you bitches came out very pretty tonight. <laughs> you, you go back in time and fix that. Oh, accent us something in our group chat. Uh, it, was a, it was a face like an actual Facebook post and the t- the tweet, the related tweet was taken down. So I, I'm, I have to read this off the screen cap that thankfully it was preserved. The preview image. Uh, this woman posting a question on Facebook saying, 
I started the preventative regimen of ivermectin based on the FLCCC guidelines, and I literally shit myself at the grocery store today. <laughs> is this normal? I want to protect myself, but like, is this just the early toxins leaving or every 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 sentence there ends with several question, question marks and I, I can't post the uh or i can't pull up the, the tweet because there's a great exchange but she mentioned something like i was prescribed ivermectin by an online doctor and i haven't been able to reach them for two days now <laughs> uh what, what was the actual response quote my prescription is legitimate just ask dr xxx bitch fucker 69 xxx <laughs> <laughs> oh dear that is the old this is the this is the, the world. weird time to live in this is the world in which we now live and people are like new normal new normal yeah this is your new normal where yep. everyone is just stupid where yep. every everyone is just uh, i mean Stupid people have always existed. Did IQs just drop sharply while I was away? But you're really seeing now the idiocy of people since COVID became a thing. <laughs> and it really is because of social media. It's because of our uh, our, our ex-president. It's, it's because of the different media resources that are available now. Like Fox News especially peddling. You know, oh, I think all of them are yeah. bad, to be honest. Yeah. I... I I'm sure there's one that's good, but most of them are pretty one-sided. So, yeah. I mean, Fox News for me is the most offensive, but like I see ABC do all sorts of things where they don't tell the full side of the story. And they also word it in a way where you can be like, you didn't add a key information, a key bit of information in there that kind of changes the perspective of this whole piece. So I'm very much fuck the media they're right. all just in it for the money they're not trying to inform us they're just trying to fucking get money that's why i get all my news from the one american news network i get it i don't I'm hardly focused yeah no uh, well here's two things no i do not I, I i refuse to acknowledge the existence of oann uh and also uh yeah if you want to get your news from hardly focused that's fine but you probably shouldn't be coming to us for news <laughs> no definitely not and you know i'm one of those not smart peoples but like i'm i'm at least like low tier like i'm not like you know yeah listen if we, if we if we say there's breaking news it's probably not going to be serious <laughs> except for the very beginning of the show when we announced that ed asner passed away like that was, that serious. was serious that was because it just happened and he's a, he's a fantastic actor and it was uh, 91 years old, but still uh, a shock to a shock to hear. So that's it always sucks. Yeah, that's that's some serious news you'll get from us. But otherwise, um, just farts and stuff. Oh, yes. I mean, if you want some serious news about farts, I'm sure we could pull some out of our ass. But I see what you did. Ah, I got the jokes learning oh, from the master gas. learning from the master. Sales <laughs> and gas. God damn it. <laughs> 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 my feelings oh did you have any to begin with mm, no right. you, when you do stand up it kind of changes you I like, believe it like it's very like it's very stressful and it's very like it's 
yeah it's it's kind of nerve-wracking but like when you do it it kind of makes other things less nerve-wracking because you're like well i just was exposed in front of all these people so it kind of makes everything else seem a little bit less crazy when i was coming back from this wedding uh last weekend i was driving through uh bridgewater massachusetts and it reminded me of how oh god i think it was about nine years ago now i went to i was invited to a stand-up night uh at a you know a place somewhere in downtown bridgewater so i go and i remember there's this one guy who gets up and it was like open mic night too right yeah and this one guy just like walks up to the mic and he just like takes it and he's just like so earlier tonight i got into a fight with my girlfriend and i wanted to punch her fucking lights out and that was it like he just stopped he just stopped and I don't know if this was part of the act. I don't know if he was using this as a therapy session. Um, the way he he came up on stage and was holding the mic, his pose made it seem like he was serious. I don't remember anything else about his his like two minute long set or whatever, however long he was given, other than everyone was really uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I mean, it happens, man. A lot of comedians, like in order to get up there, they need to do a bunch of drugs and then they just say whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like all don't, isn't it like pretty much proven at this point that like all, all the best comedians are, have all the demons in their closets, right? Like they're all sorts of fucked up. Oh yeah. I mean, we all have sort of mental health issues or whatever you want to call it, whatever the PC version of. Yeah mental illness i don't see i don't like saying mental illness because illness implies like you know you're defective or that you'll get better you know like so i try to avoid saying mental illness even though like that's the the word for it um i say mental health but there's no like word for it like there's no equivalent like mental health issues is still like just as bad what about you know, like, like so you say met- mental health in a sport. Do you think the same about like the term mentally ill? Yeah. Cause like, so not to compare these two, but uh, to compare these two, <laughs> like I think like it as say- saying something like you're weak, like you are weaker, you know, like how cancer is an illness yeah. and that makes you weak. And I don't think like depression and anxiety necessarily makes you weak or broken, but I feel like when you throw the term illness in there, like it, it implies that you are broken and that you need to be fixed or, you know, something of that. So, I mean, yeah, every now and then I will say mentally ill, but like, that's just my take on it. And I wonder if anybody out there agrees. That's the only reason why I'm bringing up. I I just, I'm curious what people think of that. I saw a video of, what was described as a mental health crisis, which was the first time I've ever heard that term used. And it was some guy in an airport. And I think it was here in Florida or Texas, big surprise flipping his shit over being told to wear a mask. But he was like, he was like coming at people, like coming at the security guards. He was, he was kicking shit, actually picked up like a post and was swinging. He didn't actually hit anybody. 
he rushed someone at one point and then immediately like bounced back and fell on the ground. And, and someone who commented on that saying like, this is like what people having a quote mental health crisis do. They don't actually hurt anybody. If anything, they're going to hurt themselves. Eventually he was arrested. Thank God. I don't think anyone got hurt. And then they found out he was a, uh, Afghanistan war veteran, uh, having a, Literally, uh, like a mental breakdown. Like it was a PTSD thing. But it was the first time I'd, I'd heard the term mental crisis. It doesn't really forgive anything, but at least there's some explanation behind it. Yeah, I, I kind of like that. I like that idea of calling yeah. it the crisis. Cause yeah. So, so there, there, there are some stupid people in the world. People aren't that stupid unless they ha- there's something going on. Unless they yes. you know find out that like you've got a brain tumor that's affecting the part of your brain that makes rational decisions or you're suffering from extreme PTSD and shit, man. You remember we had, I had a fourth grade teacher. I don't know if you had the same guy, but if you, he was a Vietnam war vet and if you threw an eraser, someone did this once they threw an eraser on the ground and yelled duck and he ducked. Fourth grade, fourth grade. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I felt bad. I mean, it was like at the time we were like, "Oh, that's hilarious," but like nowadays, it's like, dude, PTSD is real. People don't fuck around with that. Yeah, that's. But when you're that young, you don't really know. Oh yeah, I mean, when we were kids. We were assholes. I was, yeah, I'm not. I, I'm, was. I definitely, I definitely wasn't the one who threw the eraser. But I did. You know, I took about time until I was 25 before I realized, wow, I am just not a pleasant person. <laughs> so, same. Anyway. Cool. All right, let's. Uh, Take a breather and we'll wrap up this episode of Hardly Focused. What do you say? Yeah. Okay. Stick around. We'll be back. We're highly contagious. You are listening to Hardly Focused. I'm wearing a goddamn coat and I'm still fucking freezing. Yeah, I got a goddamn high fever. Get me the fuck out of here. I'm constantly in the state of wanting to throw up. On February 12th, 1981, the Canadian band Rush released their seminal album, Moving Pictures. Speaking of moving pictures, Hardly Focused is available to enjoy on YouTube. Watch us talk at each other and subscribe to our channel at hardlyfocused.com slash YouTube. Seven females at a Rush concert. Must be some kind of a world record.